morning, everyone. Hey, now. Welcome to Off the Cuff. I'm Adam Banks. Thank you for listening to the show. I had to do one show where I came out acting like Howard Stern with his theme song. This is the opening for the Howard Stern radio show, and it's called The Great American Nightmare by Rob Zombie. Welcome, everybody, to Off the Cuff. And uh, there has been a lot going on, a lot of current events, a lot of stories going on, and I want to talk about all of them uh, today. But also, since we're talking about Howard Stern, and I came up to that opening, Howard Stern, I listen to Howard's program every morning. It comes on the radio, XM Satellite Radio, from 7 a.m. to 11. And Howard Stern, without a doubt, is one of the biggest media stars of all time. He is the king of all media. He, to me... He revolutionized the radio industry just from his very beginning, starting as a struggling radio disc jockey at local radio stations and then escalating to the top to becoming the mega icon that he is today. He was the biggest uh, radio star in the world on terrestrial radio and then up and decided to go to a new endeavor of radio, satellite radio. Sirius XM offered him a huge contract to leave off his affiliates behind and go to Sirius XM, an unknown entity of radio at that time. They had very few thousand subscribers, and now they have millions of them because Howard went to Satellite XM, they packaged it around him, and he revolutionized that, and now everything is turned into satellite radio. Cars are equipped with satellite radio, all these new cars, and it's radio in the next five, ten years, five, just say, let's just say five, terrestrial radio will really take a hit because everybody's going to satellite. Howard had a lot to do with that. Howard Stern did. And, you know, needless just to say, he's in the Radio Hall of Fame, of course. He's an icon. He's got millions of people on his show every single morning. So it would be an honor if Howard Stern was to one day be talking about my podcast off the cuff on his show. I would take that as a complete honor. And I was the reason I bring that up is I was listening to his show driving to work and Howard he has th- 4 hours where he is just bantering back and forth with his co-host Robin Quivers and they got on the conversation of local radio stations and some of the programs that they have and he actually showed samples of a program from my hometown, from where I'm from in eastern Kentucky, on this radio station called 103.9 The Bulldog. And Kevin Day is the DJ there, and he hosts uh, the Workday Wake Up Show with Kevin Day, and he also hosts this program called The Swap Shop, which is an hour call-in show where you can call in and sell your belongings on the air. And Howard was just fascinated by this, and he... You know, just included it into one of his bits. Now, Howard is a humorous guy. He can be a jerk at times. He's obnoxious, yes, but he's Howard Stern. He is the biggest radio icon of all time. And he was making fun of the swap shop, not really making fun of the program itself, but he decided in one of his bits to see what it would be like to call in to a radio show like the swap shop. And, and, um, do voice warm-ups. Yes, voice warm-ups. Call into a radio show, and instead of saying anything, he would just warm up and start singing as loud as he could. And he called into the swap shop, 103.9 The Bulldog, in Whitesburg, Kentucky. And he 
when Kevin Day would answer the phone and say, good morning, you're on the swap shop, he would start singing. And I want to play the clip for you right now. I took a Snapchat of it because I wanted to record this, and I got as much as I could because it was live on the radio when I was listening. But here is what I recorded when I was driving to work. Listen. was hilarious. I mean, I thought it was funny listening to that. I couldn't believe it. I was, I was driving down the road, and I was just kind of spacing out, just driving, listening to the show, and the, I heard Kevin Day on the radio, so I, I wasn't thinking anything of it because I've listened to Kevin Day. I grew up with Kevin Day, um, listening to Kevin Day, and I was like, well, that can't be right. I, Kevin Day don't pick up in West Virginia where I work, and I look on my radio, and it still says Howard Stern Show, and I said, you've got to be kidding me. They are putting Howard Stern – I mean they are putting Kevin Day on the Howard Stern show. I could not believe it. So I sent that Snapchat to Kevin Day, posted it on his Facebook wall, and I said, hey, Kevin, they're talking about you and your show on Howard Stern. And I showed him a little 10-second uh, clip and thought he would be happy for that because, like I said, if I was featured on Howard Stern or if the podcast was, I would be telling everybody. But Kevin didn't – he wasn't very receptive to it. He – commented back on the status and said, who cares? Howard Stern is trash talk radio, and he is a disgrace to the radio industry that I love. And then his buddy Randy Thompson, who is also a radio guy in uh, Knott County, liked his status when Kevin said that. So I was just like, wow. At the end of the day, who is in the Radio Hall of Fame and who is not? And I'll keep it at that. So I, I thought that was pretty fascinating. But uh, let's get to uh, everything that has been going on in the world. This is a wild story. Rand Paul, the United States Senator of Kentucky, was attacked in his own front yard at his house while he was mowing the grass. He got attacked by his neighbor, who is also a doctor. See, Rand Paul is a doctor. He was an optometrist. He went to Duke, very educated man. And the guy that lived beside of him was a doctor as well. Of course, he lives in a community probably full of doctors, lawyers, uh, prestigious people. He's a United States senator. And this guy and Rand Paul have lived beside of each other for years, and Rand Paul was attacked. And it was a dispute over, like, landscape waste. Apparently, Rand Paul was dumping his waste into this guy's yard, and he asked Rand Paul to stop. Rand Paul didn't, and the guy just had enough and went and attacked him. I don't understand why this hasn't been a bigger story than what it is. And what I mean by that, of course, it's got all the publicity you can think of, but it's not – the punishment for this guy is not as severe as what I thought it would be. He attacked a United States senator for Christ's sake. He is getting off 
pretty much getting away with it because he was put on probation and he said that he looks forward to becoming neighbors with Rand Paul again. And he said he just wants to put it behind him. So there was really no, there was no punishment done to this man. And it was just odd to me that an attack on a United States senator, I mean an attack, he attacked him in his own yard, beat him up. Rand Paul suffered broken ribs from this attack. And you would think that an attack on a United States senator would bring more heat to this guy who did it, but it didn't. So to me, it just tells me, and it just reminds us all that we're living in different times. 20 years ago, if someone attacked a United States senator, you would be put under the jail. It's very un-American to do, and this guy definitely did a very un-American thing by attacking Senator Rand Paul. Now, I'm no fan of Rand Paul. I used to like him. I used to like his policies. I used to like uh, what he stood for. But it seems to me that everything that he stood for, he went against when he was running for president. And he just became so focused on competing with Donald Trump and getting in a feud with Donald Trump that the things that made people like Rand Paul, he didn't continue to to preach about or campaign about. So I think that if Rand Paul became the United States uh, president, he would be a very wishy-washy guy. Also in the news, and I wanted to talk about this. I wanted to cover this story after more developments happened because I knew it was going to be a story that ended exactly the way it ended. UCLA, the basketball team, has the famous Leangelo Ball on the team. He is the middle son of the Ball family. LeVar Ball, Lonzo Ball, and then they got another little brother. But Leangelo Ball is a very lucky dude. Very lucky. And I say he's lucky because he's lucky he didn't end up in a prison for three to five years, maybe longer, in China. What happened was the a couple players from the UCLA basketball team were detained after stealing from a Louis Vuitton store near the team's hotel prior to the Brewers' open game. The Brewers' opening game against Georgia Tech. And uh, they were arrested. And in China, in any other country besides the United States of America, the court system is different. Just like any, just like the U.S., we have our own judicial system here. Everybody is entitled to a fair trial. That's not really the case in other countries. China is a very strict place. They play no games. Sometimes you get a fair trial. Sometimes you don't. And uh, they like to make examples of Americans. Remember the guy over in uh, Japan who, or I think it was North Korea. I'm sorry, who stole a poster from a hotel wall and was sentenced to life in prison to do hard labor for the rest of his life. And he ended up passing away. He ended up dying uh, because of the treatment he received over there. But it looked like that Leangelo Ball, hotshot basketball player from UCLA and from the Ball family, was looking down that same path not too long ago when he was arrested for stealing from a Louis Vuitton store. He stole in China. You do not want to break the law in other countries because you have to deal with their judicial system. And that's what happened. And I thought it was going to be crazier than what it ended up happening. 
But because of his special treatment, being a celebrity, being a college basketball player, being a part of the big baller brand has its advantages because President of the United States, Donald Trump, stepped in and took care of it. He, thanks to Donald Trump, Leangelo Ball and his teammates are not having to face jail time. It says that, uh, let's see, it says that UCLA freshman Leangelo Ball, Cody Riley, and Jalen Hill are reportedly flying back to the United States after President Trump intervened with China President Xi Jinping following the trio's legal battle on shoplifting charges. And that was according to the Wall Street Journal. And President Trump quotes, I'm quoting him, he says, What they did was unfortunate. You know, you're talking about a very long prison sentence. And that was coming from CBS News. Now, Trump, Trump intervened. I think that he knew that China was going to try to make an example out of these kids because they were not only Americans, but they were college athletes in America. They were well-known, and uh, the Ball family has a big mouth. So it was just an opportunity for China to really strike while the iron was hot and really put those guys behind bars. And they were really looking at a very long time being in prison because, yeah, you still... pack of chewing gum here in the United States, you're going to get a slap on the wrist. You steal a pack of chewing gum over in China, you could be looking at five to ten years in prison. And I'm not even kidding about that. The judicial system over in other countries are different. It's not the same. People think that it's the same everywhere. It's not the same everywhere. And thanks to Donald Trump, he took care of it. Now, Leangelo Ball is one of the luckiest guys in America because he did escape a very long time going to prison losing his future, and basically destroying his entire life. So I'm sure in three years when Trump runs again for president that the Ball family will be going to the polls and pulling the lever for Trump, or at least they should, because what president steps in and and tries to help you? I know when I get get a speeding ticket, I would love for President Trump to say, oh, throw this away for him. He didn't do anything. I'm sure you guys would too. I'm sure if one of us got in trouble for something, we would want the President of the United States to throw in his pool and help us out. But he kind of had to do it for the Ball family. He kind of had to do it for these team players for the UCLA because Trump knew that this was going to send a message from China to the people in the U.S. that, hey, we don't care who you are. We'll take your hottest people in America, your celebrities, your athletes, and we will arrest them, and we will put them in our prison for a long time if they break the law. Don't disrespect us like that. Trump knew that they would do that, but because of Trump's relationship, a very good relationship with the Chinese president, he went in, took care of it, and now they are back home in L.A. and escaped prison. So the Ball family has a lot to be thankful for, and especially they need to be thankful to Donald Trump. I also want to talk about the sexual harassment allegations going on in just Hollywood and with the Harvey Weinstein and now Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey, this has been um, just kind of a shock to everyone. Kevin Spacey was accused of sexual harassing um, young 
children and little boys, uh, as a matter of fact. Um, he did come out as a homosexual, and uh, people said that that's been a pretty well-known uh, fact in Hollywood, that Kevin Spacey was gay. Uh, but he obviously, he he's gay, but he sexually harassed children. So it's disgusting, to say the least. And his career has definitely taken a hit. He was the character Frank Underwood on House of Cards. It was a Netflix original, and uh, his show was huge. It was a hit. It was a number one show on Netflix. People loved it. And now they have fired him. He is no longer on House of Cards. And now uh, reports are saying that Kevin Spacey's contract could prevent the House of Cards uh, from going on without paying him a significant amount of money. Now, I think that it just depends on how stubborn the producers are. That's what it's going to come down to. Are they going to pay Kevin Spacey, give him that money so they can continue the show, or are they just going to end it? And uh, it might just be in better favor for them just to go ahead and end it. I mean, his show, uh, yeah, it ends for everybody. You know, he leaves and it ends for everybody, but... I mean, do they want to prove Kevin Spacey that the show can go on without him? I mean, but can it really? They can make Robin White or Robin Wright the main character, but can you really build a show around her? Kevin Spacey was he was a well-known uh, figure in Hollywood. People around the world knew who Kevin Spacey was. So it's going to be hard to see uh, what happens to that. It's it's got 5 seasons and uh it's supposed to do with season 6, but ever since this came out uh, nobody knows what's happening with that. So they could write his character out and continue, but who knows. Kevin Spacey, I, I like Kevin Spacey. He's a good actor. I've not seen a Kevin Spacey movie and not liked it. Um, Pay It Forward, uh, The Life of David Gale. Uh, there's more Kevin Spacey movies that I just can't think of. 21, the movie about the uh, kids going to uh, Counting Cards in Vegas. I love Kevin Spacey movies. He's he was a good actor, but it's unfortunate that he did this. And if and if, huh, you know, this makes me think differently of him. You know, I don't know all the facts, but if he did molest children, he is a disgusting person. But it's just wild to think about all of these sexual harassment suits going around, and so many people coming forward. And it makes you wonder if people in the blue collar jobs are going to come forward. People. Uh, that work at the Piggly Wiggly? Are they going to come forward saying that their boss sexually harassed them? Are, are more men going to come out and say they've been sexually harassed? It's it's blowing up right now. Apparently, this is the trend to come out against sexual harassment, and so many people are doing it. It started really with Bill Cosby, and then it um, you know then it went to people like uh, Harvey Weinstein, and then Kevin Spacey. And uh, so many people have come forward and said they've been sexually harassed, and it's wild. It really is. It is. Um, a lot of crazy things, ladies and gentlemen, going on in the world. And uh, it's – you just got to stay wise, you know, stay disciplined, stay grounded, pray, have a relationship with God. You know, you, it's hard to – really go through life without a relationship with God. I don't know what people do that don't pray. I, I pray every day. It's it's good meditation for me to talk to God every day. So you got to you got to do that. And you got to really have um a good sense of reality. 
and be smart and have common sense and have logic. I can't express how important logic is. Logic is so important just to be able to think logically. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's always a pleasure doing the show, and it's always a pleasure uh, having you listen. And since we started with the Howard Stern opening, let's close it with the Howard Stern theme song, Rob Zombie, the Great American Nightmare. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Adam Banks. Thank you for listening to Off the Cuff. We'll see you in the next episode.